Welcome back to Trust God Bro, episode 9. Well, we got a, a meaty episode today. Like, I'm talking lots of spiritual goodness coming at you. So, I got my longtime friend, Dylan Steiniger, with me. And he goes to ISU, and he's um, doing marketing. Um, yeah, am I missing? Yeah. No, I think that's about it. I think marketing is definitely what I'm trying to focus on. But, yeah, thanks for having me, Dayton. I'm very excited to be here. I just love talking and hanging out with you is always a blast, so should be a good time. It's been good and just seeing Dylan around at ISU. We're both from Peoria, Peoria boys, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think we're also filming this outside recording, so I hope the sound comes in all right. We kind of tested it, but we're kind of just hoping it turns out. But today we're going to talk about when trusting God, when your plans get wrecked or when your plans fail or when your plans go to crap, just any of those things. And right now, the season of life we're in, it's kind of with coronavirus, a lot of people's plans have gotten, um, have failed, have gotten wrecked or destroyed. And it can be easy for us doing this podcast to turn this into kind of like a positive thinking message of just like, hey, it's going to get better. Um, but that's not what Christianity is about. And sadly, as Christians... Like, we don't want positive thinking. We want gospel truths that say sorrowful, yet always rejoicing. We want gospel truths that take us to the cross, um, despite how we feel, or, or our situation. And so, um, just when Dylan and I were talking about this beforehand, he was just taking it, like, it was super great stuff about how we can do that. And so, as we talk about, we're going to give you three applications and as we talk about this, he's going to share a little bit of his story, right? Because you've kind of had like, yeah. yeah. I've had definitely had enough <laughs> plans go to crap or plans get messed up in my life. So I feel like I'm an expert at this topic, but yeah. not necessarily, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the reason I feel like you've had multiple things in your life that have happened where it's just gone not as planned. And I can definitely tell how it's been for your good, even though it's yeah, not absolutely. seeming like it. So, yeah. So, I guess we can just dive right into the first application. And, yeah, what do you got for us, Dylan? Yeah, so I think when I was thinking about this, and to be honest, it was very recently when I was trying to think and collect my thoughts, but I think that one of my, like, biggest things is that we need to redefine success and, like, our definition of success as a whole. So I think that, like, what we have for success is that the very, like, worldly definition of um, how it measures like our wealth, our power, our popularity um, amongst people and like things of that nature, like ultimately on things that won't last forever. Um, I think true success is obedience to God, though, love for him and which in turn is changed to love for others and the advancement of his kingdom. So I think that success begins with like obeying God's command, which mm-hmm. begins with the act of repentance and believing in Christ. Hmm. So where we like truly had success on a biblical standpoint is when we can say that we have fully surrendered our lives to Christ in all aspects, like through our relationship with Him, through our relationship with others, and our willingness to share the gospel. So like, I'm not necessarily, again, saying that success in the world is bad. Like Good marriage, like, kids, lots of money, whatever. The problem only comes when we take those worldly things and we put them above Christ and the worship 
um, we worship the gifts, I guess, rather than uh, the giver. Like just like in First Timothy six ten, I think six ten and twelve, it says, "Money is the root of all evil," and it talks about how I think that we need to credit God with any success we re- we achieve, and need to remember that it's for our good, but for God's glory. Hmm. So like you're saying like your plans aren't always the best, and so we need to like redefine our plans and. I guess not just our plans, but more so like what we think. Because you said something about everyone has plans of some mm-hmm. sort, right? Yeah, like, so I I heard once online, it's probably a sermon somewhere, um, that most people make plans, like whether we think we do or we don't. So the example they use is that, like for me right now, I would be a person who would answer like, no, I don't have any plans. But then we would kind of go by the seat of your pants. Exactly. And I was like, I don't know like what I'm doing or what's going to happen. But then we ask like questions like, okay, well, if you're 21, let's double your age and you're now 42, right? So where mm-hmm. do you see yourself? Are you married? And I would be like, yeah. Do you have kids? Yeah. Do you have a job? Yeah. Like, is it in the business aspect? Yeah, probably. And so like when we think about things like that in a, like that perspective, ultimately every sing- like most people, and not all people, but most people have some kind of path or plan that they have for their life, Right. And a lot of plans that you make are good, right? But, like, unfortunately and fortunately, God mm-hmm. shoots down those plans a lot. And it's it, it happens often. And I think that's what scares, like, most of us about fully trusting in the Lord is that we know that God could ultimately shot, shoot down our plans. Like, we kind of want to negotiate it, I guess. Like, I'll trust you if this happens, or I'll trust you fully if I get this kind of wife, or you give bless me with this kind of family. And... Um, I think holding back that slight bit of control is like very hard for us to completely give to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, Proverbs uh, nineteen twenty one scares us that and says that many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it's the purpose or will of the Lord that we that will stand ultimately. Mm-hmm. So like we need to understand that yeah we can make plans and they can be good. I'm not saying that they can't be good, um, but our plans need um, could get changed and like the Lord is like known. To shoot down plans and like we take examples of uh, like like let's take David for example um, David's plan is like to build a big kingdom like on the earth like have a massive kingdom lead it well right and Jesus shot down his plans in the sense of mm-hmm. hold on David like here's the plan I have for you I want you to build a kingdom for eternity like through your lineage will be um, the Messiah that will ultimately bring like salvation for like the world and so like he's saying that like you can build a kingdom, but wait, like, let me show you my plans are bigger and better for, like, mm. what I have in store for you. And so, like, when we take another example of Billy Graham. Billy Graham just wanted to be a chaplain, like, in the military. That was it. Billy Graham just wanted to talk to, like, in the military, which is a good plan. Yeah. And the Lord yeah. took it and was like, that's a that's a good plan, but wait, like, I have something better for you. It's bigger and better. And Billy Graham, as, like, most of you guys know, or if you don't, Billy Graham went on to be one of the most... Um, popular and successful like preachers and like motivational that's just not the right word but preachers yeah, of like preacher. that time yeah um and spoke to like more more people and like reached to more people than probably any preacher today has ever and so like god wants to use us for his plan for the world and we just a lot of times we just have to step back and like listen to what he wants to show us and i think for a lot of people that's hard to just give that ultimate control and like ultimate trust to Christ if that makes sense. Mm. 
and I think you said something like really important too, of like when you the first application of like redefining our success. You said it's like our greatest. You didn't say greatest, but like our success is found in like repenting and trusting in Jesus alone. And I think just like when you have that mindset, it changes what you find joy in. And the when your plans get changed, like you're still going to be content and satisfied because like you know you get far more than you ever deserve from God and from other people. And it's like in the Beatitudes it says like, blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. And really it's like the meek, why are they going to inherit the earth? Because they don't think they deserve anything. They're, they're meek, you know, it's like, but they realize God's grace is far more than you deserve. And it just makes you into uh, a more godly person. And yeah, I think it's just really cool because the more you cherish God's grace and realize how undeserving it is, it's like, that, and that's what your success is found in, then it's like your plans, no matter what happens, like it's still going to be good. And like what you said too, it's like the, the next thing you say is like, oh, all other gifts from God are bad, but no, they're still good. So I think you kind of mentioned that, you know, like it's okay mm-hmm. to have those, but just like hold it with a, like open arm, open hand. But, right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And yeah, I think that, like I think of just like, a lot of times it tells us in the Bible as well that like in like in Hebrews twelve eleven it says and I'm reading this I don't have this memorized mm-hmm. um, for the moment all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it and so like understanding that um, like plants fail and I think of like James as well which I'm gonna look up real quick like James one like two to three is or two through four is count it all joy my brothers when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. I think those are like two like really big reminders for me when I think of, okay, like things have failed, plans have failed, bad things are happening, and this can go on like all sorts of like different levels. But like what what kind of testing of like my faith is like God trying to show me? Like why like why is he having this stuff happen? Why is he shooting down my planes? And I think that we need to, like, change our mindset to see that God is ultimately doing this for our good, but for His glory, if that makes sense. And so, just remembering that when, like, when, like, these trials come, not if, Mm -hmm. but, like, when, like, things like this happen, um, that we need to remember that it does produce steadfastness in our faith, ultimately, um, so that we can be, like, perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. um, And to remember that that mindset is just something that Christ is trying to help us like grow 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 us through like trials or through failures or through um things not going our way if that makes sense yeah yeah uh, it does make sense so I guess that would be like the second application of like mm-hmm. we do make plans but when they get changed like you said like God is like sovereign Proverbs nineteen twenty one. he mm, changes it's his will that's going to happen and ultimately like that's good and so just like looking at, at that in your life, it's like, have you experienced that? Have you ever felt that happen? And yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, as I said earlier, coming into this, um, I've had a lot of plans, like not end up the way I was intending. Um, like for example, I've, I, my freshman year, I was at a private engineering college. 
I did not like it at all. Went through a year of that. Switched back to community college in the area. Switched majors to business, which is completely different than engineering. <laughs> now I'm in Bloomington at ISU, like still pursuing that business degree. But like just on like a school standpoint, I've been all over the place. Um, we've had, because of COVID, you know, you've had all sorts of plans change. I've had crew, summer mission plans change. Any summer plans period have changed. Um, getting used to living life. Uh, with my like introverted side that doesn't <laughs> exist is like a hard enough like thing to try to combat and so yeah understanding that um all of these things have like plans have been changed plans have been thwarted like circumstances have come up to like dis- disrupt um plans that i thought that i was gonna follow for the rest of my life or for a good amount of time mm-hmm. um but i look back on it now and i see like the bigger picture that god was trying to help me see i think i mean if I was an engineer, for example, I wouldn't have been as involved in crew or a Christian organization mm-hmm. on campus. Um, I wouldn't have been as close to my friends in ministry as I am today. Um, like one of my good friends, um, Farm, who is working at Crew Peoria right now, mm-hmm. um, I would not have been as close to him as I am today uh, if I wouldn't have changed colleges and mm. I wouldn't have gotten a, like, a readjustment on what I need to focus on. And I think that my mindset back in the day was definitely geared towards um okay you need to be make your family like have a comfortable life with your family that you need to provide for engineering is the only way to make it make it happen because you make sixty thousand dollars right right off the bat right out of college and so if you want to be successful in the business world you can't go to community college first mm-hmm. so you definitely have to go to a four-year college first and i had all these like different mindsets like little pieces of this mindset that told me basically ultimately was saying okay you need to make money to be successful to make yourself happy to make, be able to provide for your family and like through like all those plans failing and unfortunately me spending a lot of money at that at Bradley um I was able to see um what God's like bigger picture for like us as Christians is for the world and like understand mm. the importance of evangelism um the importance of um sharing the gospel well and I had this analogy used once that if if you were to go out today and win the lot like get buy a lottery ticket and win fifty million dollars, like you'd be like, Wow, this is the greatest thing ever, like this <laughs> is the greatest news. Like I gotta tell everybody. You would go tell your parents, you would tell your family, you would tell your friends, you'd probably mm-hmm. post it on social media. Like people would just go crazy. Like obviously winning the lottery is a really big and very rare thing. Mm-hmm. So us as Christians, if we believe ultimately believe that we have the greatest news ever like, why would we not want to share this with any mm. person that, we, like, we come in contact with or be able to be a light and example for those around us um, to show, like, the love of Christ that we have been, like, all blessed mm. to be able to, like, have a part of, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so, yeah, again, I think that through, like, plans failing, like, and it wasn't immediate. Like, I promise you I was not this positive of thinking about how I've thrown all this money down the drain and wasted a year of college, basically, like, educational-wise. And so, I don't think I was all fine and dandy right at the bat, but ultimately, I think it's been able, it's helped me be able to see um, how, like, Christ wanted to show me, like, a bigger part of the world, and not just mm-hmm. this little engineering bubble that to make money, um, but to see, like, the need for like the love of Christ mm-hmm. and like the gospel, like amongst believers and non-believers, um, and in like in your own hometown, 
in the world in different countries whatever and so that was like really helpful for me because again like even though planes have failed like christ like listening like me taking a step back listening to christ say hold on these plans could be good but i have better plans mm. like i have bigger plans to pr- help you um advance like my kingdom like on this yeah earth. hmm it's so important and just like like you're saying like god takes when when our plans are foiled it's always to show us what's really important mm-hmm. you know and it's like these other things are good you know it's like not bad you know it's good to want to provide but it's like there's something more important here like you said we were talking earlier it's like there's lost people around us that don't know Jesus and we just get stuck in our own bubble and we need God to do that for us and we need community and we need to be shown how important it is to depend on God and so it's like every time that happens it's and like because you you could take that and say oh it's like my plans are foiled to give me something better i.e. you know a better job Mm -hmm. you know or to make like more money but it's not necessarily that because that's like more of just like what I want, but it's what God wants. And that's always for us to see Jesus more clearly and more evidently that God exists and all these things. It's like that's every time our plans are foiled as Christians. It's not necessarily for, you know, our profit, but it's, it is it, it is for our profit, but it's, it's not the profit we expect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think that that's just another thing. Like, especially on my mindset of, like, what does success really look like? Mm -hmm. And so, like, before it was, again, like, touching back on, it was success on the matter, like, on the aspects of, okay, I can make a lot of money, make my family, like, happy and comfortable, like, like, I'm going to be comfortable, like, life's going to be good, I'll have lots of money, and all that, like, a very, like, mindset around, Mm -hmm. like, this is the only way to make money and be successful in life. And so, understanding that success, like, shouldn't be defined by like worldly terms is like was super important for me because I needed to understand that our biggest success in life is that Christ sent his son like on this earth like to die for our sins so that we have that chance and opportunity to have the relationship with Christ and be able to spend eternity with him one day Mm. and so understanding that if we can get our minds around that and come to accept like Jesus as our Lord and Savior and um, pursue a relationship with him and live for Christ and share the gospel and um, all that like the Lord has called us to do um, in the little things then like ultimately like our plans for the rest of our life will not come to fruition but like he will help guide your path like mm. direct your paths um, through the rest of life if I worded that correctly which yeah I don't know. But. Mm. it's good real good dude this is turning out a lot better uh, I, I don't want to say that but i feel like this is I like mean, one of my favorite episodes so far well um but anyways that let's move on to the last point i guess yeah i think i mean the biggest thing like i would say like in application of my life is just look at like what christ is like trying to teach you but ultimately like look to christ in your relationship with him like when when failures come when your plans um, go down the drain, um, when COVID hit, like, <laughs> like look to Christ and see like how you can grow in your relationship with him. And I think that's what sets, sets us apart, um, from how the world would react. The world would react as, oh, everything's canceled. Like 
everything's screwed, I'm in trouble, I'm not going to make money, or we lost our job, or any of these things. And I would say, like, I think I would challenge people to make sure to see how they can grow in their relationship with him. Like, like who is acting in control at that moment? Like, is it God, like, all of the stuff I have in control of my, like, life are not working, everything is, like, falling apart, while when we ultimately need to remember that, like, Christ is in control. And I think that one of, like, the biggest things that we can do, like, in our lives every day is um, to make sure that we commit all of our, like, life to Him. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's through, like, prayer and asking Him to, asking him to help you see um, what His, like, plans are for you. Like, in His Word, reading His Word every day, like, finding your identity in Christ and not through Christ, or not through um, worldly things like money or fame or pop or yeah, anything, anything of that nature and so to understand that like christ prevails through all this failure and that everything around us like on this earth will ultimately like um wither away and like not last forever but the only thing that we can have like full um trust um and hope in is the love of christ and the mm-hmm. opportunity that we have to um live um with christ eternally one day mm-hmm. um, if we should like choose to obviously Mm. Um. yeah so that's like the final point is just look to Christ you know every day look to him for your hope and the more you rest in that hope uh, and rest in your justification the more it changes you the more you see in that God's grace has covered my sins and that I could go and live for him and serve and have an abundant life and um, the more you rest in that that you don't have to go out and earn your you know, your hope or earn, you know, to make people say that, oh, you're, you're the man, but it's more so the more you rest in your justification, the more you're changed, and yeah, it's really good stuff. I think just another, another thing that's important is to make sure that you, like, reach out to those, like, around you, like, your community that you have, and mm-hmm. if you don't have a community, like, try to, like, find some that have been, that are good and, like, rooted in, um, the word and, like, are, um, going through life with you, I guess, because, like, ultimately, like, you're not the only person who's going through any struggle or, like, the same struggle. Like, there's always going to be someone who's going through a very similar or the exact same thing Mm -hmm. as you. And so, like, being able to, like, reach out and be vulnerable to not only, like, Christ ultimately first, but to be vulnerable to, like, others and ask for help and, like, understand that, okay, like, this person has been through this and has done it, like, better than I could, like, can I like get information from them? Can I get help? Can I get? Can they? Can I use their accountability to help me um, stay positive and stay rooted in like God's word while like all of this crazy thing, all of these crazy things are happening, is like super important um, to me as well. Um, just to surround yourself in a community that will help you grow um, with each other, um, but ultimately in your your guys' relationship with Christ, mm. I think is super important. Um, when trying to find out, like, um, why plans failed or what Christ is trying to teach you, like, through this. Um, mm. And again, I think that all just goes comes back full circle to looking to Christ and at making sure that you um, ask Him and, like, see, like, God, like, why are you showing me this? Like, why are you taking me through this trial? Why are you taking my plans and just throwing them out the window? And as we can see, like, a lot of times Christ is taking what, he has for us, and he is um, uh, 
just wanting to show us like a bigger and better picture for not only for ourselves, like for our good, but for his glory and for um, the good of the world ultimately uh, through sharing the gospel and things like that. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm. God is wise and he uses it for a reason. You know, mm-hmm. there is a reason behind it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's really good. All right. And I think we have a sweet take home verse. Yeah, so I think the verse I chose to be your takeaway was just Philippians 4, 6-7, and it says, um, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So I think that, just understanding like exactly like what this verse says, like trust that God is in control. Um, he is for us and our protector. When troubles and failures come or happen, which they are going to, we as Christians should be propelled to go deeper into our relationship with Christ. Um, don't lean on your control or your plans or failures, but lean on God's c- control and His will for your life. And I think, like as we can see, it says that the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, um, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And make sure that you um, aren't uh, you're giving everything to the Lord, like through prayer um, and through thanksgiving and praising Him mm. each day. I think that's like really important to like ultimately understand that um, God can take our plans and is oftentimes make, trying to make us see a bigger and better picture that He has for our life. And so we just need to remember that God is in control mm-hmm. ultimately and will withstand any circumstances that can come in our lives and mm. or will like mess up our plans or whatever the situation may be. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get any more application than that verse because it's like what I want to do with these episodes is to make it very clear of what it means to trust God in each topic. Mm-hmm. So what does it mean to trust God when your plans get wrecked, destroyed? And it means this verse. This is your response when it happens. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And yeah, just take that home and dwell on it. It's, it's a great one. I'm really glad you chose that verse, Dylan, because yeah, it's just, just, it's just sweet. So. Awesome. Cool. awesome. Well, I think we're done. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Again, thanks for having me. It was really fun to be on a little podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going off. This is the first one recorded outside, so you have made history on the podcast. Yeah, got to enjoy this nice weather while we have it. So. Really? It's not as hot anymore. It's not too cold. Yeah. We love Fall season, baby. <laughs> and that's how you trust God, bro.